Hey everybody, it's a privilege to have with us on tonight a very recent graduate from the University of Kansas. She is another first team All-American, was ranked number one in the country in all of collegiate tennis during her junior year, battled a lot of adversity to overcome a serious injury, to have a stellar senior year, which included her winning a 15K professional tournament in Mexico City. Please welcome to the pod, Anastasia Rychakova. We'll call her Nas. Nas, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So um, it's been a little bit over a month since your tremendous collegiate career has ended. Has, uh, what have you been up to and has it all kind of sunk in yet? I finally went home. I haven't been home for years, so I saw my family, spent some time at home, been here for a month, and now back in Lawrence. Home is in, in Russia, right? Yeah, Russia, Moscow. So, been there, kind of relaxed there a little bit, now you're back in Lawrence, and um, I don't know, I, 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 we'll talk in detail a lot about your collegiate career, but um, any real quick thoughts from you? Just unbelievable? That's been long, but it was short. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, it feels like I have so many memories right now, but it just flew by. Yeah, I'm sure that's what a lot of people say, and we'll we'll, we'll hope to jog your memory a little bit once we uh, get into it a little bit later in the conversation. So, yeah, as we do with most of our guests, kind of walk us through a little bit of your background. You're, you already said you're from Moscow, Russia. Um, talk about how you get started in the sport. Did your parents play, or your older any older siblings play? Uh, actually, my brother tried to play. I wouldn't say he played. Um, <laughs> I saw him running around the balls, and I thought it, it looks really fun. I've never seen him touching a rocket, so I didn't know you even have to have it. So my friend actually did dancing, and I really liked it too. And one day my dad asked me, do I want to play tennis or do I want to do dance? And I don't know why I thought trying to the balls, it seems more fun than dancing. So I chose, dance, I chose tennis. Unfortunately, they took me a rocket. I didn't understand why they did that. Uh, so, yeah, I was a little bit shocked, but now I'm happy I did just tennis or dancing. Right. How old were you at that age? Uh, four. Gotcha. And then, and then as you started through, you know, playing it, and obviously you started getting competitive playing junior career, were there certain professionals that you looked up to? Uh, actually, I started playing because of Evgeny Kofelnikov. Mm-hmm. My dad really liked him. He was, um, it was a really big name in Russian tennis. Uh, he was the Olympic champion, the Roland Garros champion, so I think he was my main tennis player I looked up. Got it. So your junior career, um, you were ranked as high as number 60 in the ITF Junior World Rankings. You, yeah. you competed at the French Open Juniors, which is super cool. Um, there were a ton of other junior accomplishments. Kind of go into a little bit um, maybe the program that you were in as a junior and um, how competitive it was. And, and if you can dig into a little bit of that French Open junior experience, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I actually was pretty successful until I was 14. I've been winning pretty much everything and I was number one in the country the whole time. Um, yeah, I was playing European Championship, always was in the team, on the Russian Federation team. Um, I would say when I turned 15, I had some problem with my back, so I kind of slowed me down. I okay. didn't play that very successfully anymore. I went to the French Open, and I thought we would play in the French Open Stadium, so I was really excited. was talking all about it. We got there. We have the tennis park. 
and we're playing there so all the qualifying because I was playing qualifying on my draw we're playing the tennis park so it was really frustrating oh. and I never really got to see French Open so oh even in your spare time you didn't get the chance to go to like Roland Garros yeah so it's not that cool as a lot of people think it is <laughs> <laughs> unless you're in the main draw you're not that big of the deal I got you so how old were you when you did that uh, I was 16. 16. Okay. I'm still still cool. And, hey, it looks good when it says, hey, Plate competed in French Open Juniors. I don't care if yeah. it's in the qualifying or not. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as a lot of, um, you know, foreigners, and, and they play, obviously, a lot of foreigners play collegiate tennis, us talking a little bit, you know, prepping for this conversation, collegiate tennis was not exactly on your radar. How, um, you know, how did – that all come about and, and again how did a girl from moscow um wind up at the university of kansas yeah it never been a radar actually that's um i kind of kind of think in russia a lot of people say that american college test is a joke and that's so stupid to go there because it doesn't give you anything and the college level is so weak so when i got here i was sure i'll be a superstar because i thought the tennis college is a joke <laughs> and i'm playing my first tournament i'm losing and I'm asking, I played this girl from Wichita State, and she was playing number five. I mean, she's a, she's a good player, but she wasn't playing number one. And I lost to her, and I asked my coach, I was like, is this girl good? And they're like, I mean, she's playing number five for Wichita State. And that's when I understood the level is pretty high. <laughs> right. But, I mean, before we even got to that, I mean, how did you get even – interested or how'd you even get into applying for collegiate tennis if it wasn't on your radar um so i was staying in the russian university and i just understood that not something i dreamed about and i wasn't satisfied so i was i was thinking about trying something new and just change change up my life a little bit okay so i talked to my parents and they said that's a great opportunity to go to america and maybe try something new if i don't like it i just go back home but why would you lose your opportunity Right. And when uh, so, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I just I just kinda like started looking through my Facebook messages and I had a lot of them. I started contacting with the different schools. Um, so one of them actually committed to another university and started talking to Nina. Um, and she I asked her how is she doing about it and she said she doesn't really have universities she committed yet. So I stopped talking to her and week later I'm getting a call and Nina's calling me and she said hey I just visited KU we're going together <laughs> she visited KU or she was just talking to them she visited KU oh wow she said it might sound crazy but we're going to KU so you guys said, were you guys were part of a package deal that was awesome yeah and I said wait I don't even know where KU is like I don't even know what it is and why would I go there and so, yeah, she just convinced me, and I talked to a coach, and he texted me. He said, because I was a transfer, I didn't have to take SAT, and I didn't have to take TOEFL because they have a really good English school. Mm -hmm. So when he said, you don't have to take any exam, that was just, that was it. Bingo, exactly. <laughs> I was it. <laughs> so when, when you refer to Nina, Nina is um, another one of NASA's um, great, great teammates, and I'm not going to pretend to uh, pronounce her last name. And yeah, uh, when we had your other, <laughs> when we had your other uh, teammate, Yannette on, she didn't even go for it. So um, I, I'm for sure not. But you and Nina, it was quite a package deal for, for Kansas because you guys had an unbelievable career. 
And um, let's talk about that career a little bit. Um, We've already referred you, Nina, and Yannette, who, again, we had on earlier. Um, You guys really, really elevated the program. Talk about going through those four years with them and what those other two seniors uh, mean to you. That was really nice to have someone from the really beginning always by your side. So I think the main reason of our success, we always saw each other getting better and better every day, and we just didn't want to stay at the same place, want to get better too. So I think the reason why we were so successful is just because we always have had someone by our side who could push us on a daily basis. Right. And then, I mean, we, we, you, you talked about earlier, you were surprised at how high the level was when you first started but it was pretty quick and pretty obvious that you adjusted um, quite nicely to that because you were playing the number one spot pretty early. And we're going to talk a little bit about your junior year because that was pretty incredible. Um, yeah. But then alongside that, you, you dealt with a, some pretty serious adversity. So the beginning of junior year, you won three consecutive matches, advanced to the main draw at um, the ITA Women's All-American. You defeat four straight opponents um, in the consolation to uh, – to win that champion bracket. You were ranked number one in the country at a certain point of the year. Everything was going great. And then uh, adversity struck, and it was a very painful injury, and it took um, a bit of time for, for you to kind of heal up and everything. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's actually a very really long story. When I went to, so basically the summer before my junior my junior year, I decided that I just really want to take it seriously, practice really hard to see where I go, because I knew I didn't accomplish everything I wanted in the college. I just didn't want. I just wanted to take it a try, do everything I can to see where I go. So I had a really good summer preparing for junior year. I went to all American, didn't expect much of it, and somehow just had an unbelievable tournament. But when everything actually started, I placed the semifinal of consolation against. Um, Stanford girl, Melissa Lord, mm-hmm. and at this point she was ranked number seven in the country. And at the beginning of the match, I fall, and my wrist is getting really big. It started swelling and hurting really bad. And I finished in the match, I'm winning somehow. I'm going to the doctor, and he says, yeah, your wrist is swollen, it might be broken, I don't know. So I have another match next day against Oklahoma, number number one spot girl from Oklahoma. She's actually pretty good. I, I lost to her two times in a row before I played her. And I'm calling my trainer. I'm telling him my wrist is full. I can't hit forehead. I don't know what to do. And he asked me, do you want to retire? I said, no, of course I don't want to retire, but I don't know how to play because my wrist hurts. So I ended up playing painkillers and I won. I, again, I don't know how. Um, so after I went back home, didn't think much of it. My back started kind of cramping, but I thought there's nothing serious. I went to the national fall nationals, played there, and kind of had trouble serving because my back was hurting. But again, didn't think much of it. Came back, continued practicing, but couldn't serve or hit overhead because my back was hurting, and I couldn't really understand why. I just thought maybe I. I should just take some rest for serving and playing overhead and I'll get better. So one practice, I practiced with Yannette and I hit overhead and started screaming because something cracked in my back. Wow. And I, I, at this point, I just knew something is off. I couldn't, I sat on the bench and I couldn't 
cough or laugh or anything. I was driving in the car and she, she kept making jokes. I'm like, you know, just please stop. I can't laugh. It hurts. Um, so, yeah, I, at the beginning, doctor said that it probably something should have been nerve or something like that. Uh, but I got a brand so I have strikes fracture on my rib. So, but it was actually a perfect time to get a stress stress fracture because I went back home and I had time to rest. But because of it, I kind of missed a little bit of the beginning of the year. Right. So I didn't play in the beginning. A couple of matches at the National Kickoff Weekend and missed a couple of some beginning matches. This is your second semester of your junior year now. Yeah, right. the spring. Right. So after I thought I I think I'm healed now. So I can see, I started playing, uh, played for half of the season, and when we played Baylor, I fall again, and I the my my thumb started hurting, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know I I I talked to Caroline. I was like Caroline, I can't hit the forehand. My thumb hurts. <laughs> she said, Oh well, I can't do anything about it. You continue playing. So I continue playing when do the MRI and an X-ray and X-ray didn't show anything so I thought everything is fine and we had Texas in two days right so I played against Bianca Turati at this point she was number one in the country I was number three so it was an important match for me but I ended up losing pretty easily but the match was actually the, the match was tougher than the score was right but again when I started serving, I started feeling the same pain I had before in my back. And I mean, obviously, I can't, I can't really hold my racket because my thumb hurts. So you've had a wrist, your ribs, and your thumb, and now the rib is starting to affect you again. Yeah, it started hurting again. So at this point, I just knew something is not right because breathing hurts. Like, I can't breathe. So I got another bone scan. And it shows I have a broken rib again. And it's literally at the half of the season. So I still have the half of the season left. I'm ranked top five in the country. Everything was going good. And now I'm injured again. So I can't play for the rest of the season. And I I just remember this dinner we had. And coach, we're sitting all together. The whole team was sitting together. And coach just said, I need to tell you something. And she said, Naz has a stress fracture in her back again. She can't play. And at this point, I just I just started crying. He started crying and just slapped the dinner because it was just so painful. Yeah. It's um, so frustrating. Yeah. And um, I didn't play for the rest of the season, which was probably the hardest part of my college career because I... I knew I was doing bike. I just remember all these bike workouts and how you know it doesn't matter how hard you work, you just you won't play. It doesn't matter how hard you work. And especially, I mean, you were number one in the country. Yeah. Crazy. Now you did play. You did play very late in the NCAA tournament. We could talk a little bit about that. You actually played doubles, and you and your partner won a match, and you were serving underhanded, correctly? Oh Correct? yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this. So we did play doubles, but I, I kept trying to survey and it was still hurting. So I just thought that might be broken again. So 
my, my coach and my trainers just didn't want to take a risk and they just said serve underhand. But it was funny because I remember us playing Vanderbilt and Daryl like keep, kept lobbing me and I was like, no, nope, I'm not doing that. I just right. kept hitting overhead. Right, 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 right. <laughs> It's a funny. There's a funny clip on. Uh, there's a funny clip on YouTube that you can see match point where you were serving underhand. Oh yeah, we won this one before we didn't win one game when I was serving. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we lost all of them, and I felt so bad. I kept going to Nina and saying, "You know, I'm so sorry. I know it's really important, but I'm sorry I can't serve." <laughs> so the summer of your summer after your junior year is basically just I need to get healthy. I got one year left. I need to get healthy, and that's what I assume you did, um, basically all summer. Um. Not really. So I came back home. My my rib is still kind of hurting. I got back and I went to a doctor and I said, my rib is still kind of hurting. Should we just get MRI? So I got bone scan again and it showed that my rib is broken and now the second rib started breaking. And he said, the only, the only option right now you're getting surgery and you put in metal plate in your bag. So I had to get a surgery and having a huge scar on my back and having the metal plate inside. So Wow. That was in the summer? Yeah, it was in the summer. So I couldn't play for another two months. Yeah. Now the start of your senior year this past fall, um, when did you start to play consistently? At what point? Uh, pretty much I started playing two weeks before All-Americans. Okay. So I would say I didn't really practice consistently for 10 months, and I had two weeks to prepare for All-Americans. So, so I didn't expect much of it, but I think I still did pretty well. I made a quarterfinal there. Yeah, you did, and you played doubles as well. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with all these injuries, with all these layoffs, you're still playing good tennis, which is incredible. Um, you also won, you also entered a pro tournament in Mexico City. You actually won your first pro tournament. How was oh that? God. That was great. Um, I want to. That's pretty. A huge credit to Caroline. Uh, she she pretty much did everything for me to win this tournament <laughs> because she would she would look so I would get enough sleep, enough food, enough water. She would. I don't know. I don't even know how she kept up with me, but that was pretty incredible. So, if not her, there's no way. <laughs> I got it. Won this tournament. Well, she'll. Uh, I know you've. I know you've thanked her plenty, but she'll uh, enjoy hearing that. Now, you were also paired this year with a very talented freshman um, to play doubles. How was that? As you being the senior, you got all the experience. Um, you guys were very successful as a team. You enjoy that experience. She might seem a freshman. She's actually we have a day, like we have birthday the exactly same day. She's my age, and we have the birthday the exact same day. Wow! And it's funny because that's how we became friends. In one of the tournaments when we were twelve years old, I came up to her and I said, "Hey, we have birthday the same day," and that's how we became friends. So. I told her, Sonia, you gotta come to Kansas. So I basically brought her, which I hope she's grateful for. But I don't know. Should ask her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys were very successful um, this year. I mean, when when I say this year, your senior year, obviously, the team was very, very good. Um, yeah. You guys won the Big Twelve tournament, 
hosted in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, talk a little bit about that because you got some revenge against two teams that you guys fell a little bit short to during the year in Oklahoma State and Texas. That was an unbelievable memories. Um, I mean, we were dreaming about it since our freshman year, so I think when we finally did it, us as seniors, we knew how much it took. That's why you can see on some of the videos we're crying because it took so much. I remember me and Nina, our freshman year, we would serve from the basket and do some extra serving, and I would serve and say, hey, that's the match for the Big 12 tournament. You better make it. You're playing Oklahoma State right now. Wow. And stuff like this. So it, it took so much. And, yeah, that's something we are dreaming from our freshman year. So only, I, w- I wouldn't say only us five coaches and us three knew how much right. it took, but how much it really took, right. I think only us five really understood that. Yeah, and again, winning at the elite level, uh, it's so, so hard to do. But you guys built it, and we talk about it all the time. Um, you built it, and Coach Chapman, Coach Lilly had a plan year by year, step by step by step by step. And you were, uh, again, you were you were there four of six of Coach Chapman years of Coach Chapman's years there, and you were uh, there all four of Coach Lilly's years there. So you guys kind of built it all yeah. up together, which is which is but awesome. I can't even see it because I remember us going to All Americans our my sophomore junior year. Everyone was looking at us and saying, "Oh, my junior year." Everyone was looking at us and saying, what is Kansas? And everyone was kind of laughing. And I remember I was playing one of the girls, and she was in the bathroom. She didn't know I was here. And she was saying, I'm playing this girl from Kansas. Like, what is Kansas? And my senior year, we came there, and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's Kansas. They're good. So right. you could you could see it. Awesome. And I mean, not to age myself too much, but when I was at KU in the in – the, uh, mid 90s we were very good but since then there was obviously a uh, a dip yeah. and uh, you guys thankfully your especially your class really elevated the program to level where it's at now um you know you you took that momentum from winning the big 12 you go into the ncas you host it you beat denver you beat florida and then you're in the sweet 16 and you play that unbelievable match against stanford you took them to the absolute brink um, tough one huh Gosh, as much as it was a heartbreaking for sure, as the at the same time really proud of the team because playing with the national champions champions so close. But yeah, it was that, that was the last match of my career and that was great. That yeah. was frustrating, but I know we did everything we could. And you took uh, the eventual national champions. They you were the toughest test for them by far. By far, it wasn't even close. So um, yeah. I know, I know it's still, I hear the disappointment in her voice, and I know it still stings because you were so close, but uh, you guys have nothing to hang your head on, obviously. Um, and now, along with the team event, you um, also play the individuals. And to give people an idea, you know, junior year, you were number one in the country. Senior year, because of health reasons and you didn't play a lot, your ranking was like well over 100. By the end of your senior year, I think you got to as high as 11. And you played the um, NCAA, the eventual NCAA runner-up, and you played her to a tough three-set battle in the round of 16. Um, just from ranking from being number one to then well over 100, back to 11, um, to play, again, round of 16, the individuals, that eventual runner-up champ, tough three sets. Um, 
it was a heck of a year and what you had to deal with. And, and I know everyone around you is really proud of you. And I, I hope you're really proud of yourself, what you did. Yeah, actually a lot of people don't know how much it took because they didn't see things that would happen behind the scenes. Right. But yeah, I would say there's been a lot of struggles. And I'm just grateful for people who still who stood with me and was dealing with me on a consistent basis because I was difficult. I was going through a really hard time of not playing, of trying to come back. And it was extremely difficult from every standpoint, but I'm just glad I had my coaches who were dealing with me even when I was impossible to be around. Yeah, and you and your coaches, you referred to them a couple of times. It's, it's Coach Chapman and Coach Lillian. Kind of talk a little bit about them. Um, you know, as of this reporting, you know, Coach Lily, she um, recently got the head coaching job at Auburn University. So we are so thankful for the time that um, Coach Lily put in her time at KU. And it's sad to see her leave KU, but we're all uh, behind her and support her in her next step. So talk a little bit about both those coaches, if you can. Uh, I'm extremely, extremely grateful for both of them. They made such an impact in the program, and they they would always have special place in my heart. Um, Coach Chapman was always as like a dad for us. I mean, he's such a family guy. Has five kids. Um, yeah, I we just always knew we could rely on him, and he would always understand because he, he has five daughters, and that's incredible. Um, what about Caroline? She was always the biggest support for me. She was always a person who cared so much. I remember when I got injured, she she literally made the research in Google about my injury and knew more than probably most of the doctors are. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. You just see how much they care, obviously, not just for the tennis player that you are, but for the person, obviously. And it's... Uh, for everyone on that roster. So thank you for, for sharing that. Um, how about like just a couple like quick questions. Maybe we get to know you a little bit rad- uh, a little bit better. You ready? Yeah. All right. Tennis, right? Who's your favorite tennis player? Agnes Kuratmanska when she played and Roger Federer or Nadal. I can really decide because they're all great. So when Roger plays Rafa, who are you pulling for? Can't. Can't? Just rooting for the best tennis. All right. Favorite sport to play uh, and favorite sport to watch other than tennis? Not to play, but I really like swimming. And what about watching? I like to watch sport gymnastics. Okay. That's cool. How about your favorite place to hang out in Lawrence? Any coffee shop. Any coffee shop. You're at a coffee shop now, right? Yeah. We hear some stuff in the background. That's cool. And then... All right, we talk KU, we got to talk basketball. What about your first experience in Allen Fieldhouse? Have you ever experienced anything remotely like that before? No, I was shocked that it's a college event because I was like, the why people make such a big, big deal about college event, but after I realized why. Could you hear yourself think when you were in there? I, no, it's, it's crazy. Like, you can't, you can't hear yourself breathing. It's so loud. It's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> Best part about attending and playing at KU? Um, it's for sure the spirit when you feel all those people behind your back. I mean, yeah, I would never forget playing Sweet 16 and having 600 people come into our game. Awesome. I think there is a big part of us. We haven't lost a match at home, and I think that was 
big part of it. All those people who are staying behind us. Yep, KU loves their you know KU the, the KU community loves their sports, and and no matter what sport it is, if you're successful, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be plenty of supporters behind it. And it was so yeah. cool to see so many people support you guys. Um, yeah. It was so well deserved um, that you guys got to experience that. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I mean, every year you would see more people coming and coming. We had some fans who would always come. So right. that's, yeah, that was unbelievable to see. Awesome. And, um, you know, I, I, I kind of wrap up by, one, thanking you. I mean, and again, you had so much, um, so much adversity and you still accomplished so, so much. There's a lot of people that um, has not gone, have not gone through nearly the amount of adversity that you have and um, did not accomplish anything what, what you had. So um, yeah. it's pretty incredible. And, and again, I know you're, you're proud of, of who you are and what you've become through it. And I guess uh, my question is going forward, like what, what's going on in your future now? Um, I think my main goal is to get healthy finally uh, because I haven't had it, unfortunately, through my college career for my own faults. But I think I've learned a lot from it, and I think my main goal is to get healthy right now and hopefully be back on the court and try to play professionally. And if it's not, then we'll see. Maybe they'll coach someday. Who knows? Who knows? Well, hey, I think from all of us who have supported you and supported the team, we, we want you to get healthy. We loved watching you play um, during your collegiate career, and we all wish you nothing but the, uh, but the absolute best of luck. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for joining, and uh, good luck. We'll speak soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Bye-bye. That was Anastasia Rychikova. Um, very interesting story. Again, she dealt with a lot of adversity and yet overcome it and overcame it, and still so much. She accomplished so, so much, and it was uh, fun to have her on. So hope you enjoyed that, and stay tuned for another podcast soon. Thank you.